just, uh, yeah, I just started recording. Yeah. Hello. Hey, this is Rob with Couch on Fire Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about some college football. I know earlier I had an episode talking about just football, my experiences of football and what I love about it. And I told you guys I was going to get a special guest on here to talk about some college football. And here he is, the one and only. I always leave Kelsey it Huggins, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's me. I'm going to say my own name. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you know what? You want Here's a funny story. You know why I do that? I I do have a little bit of a speech impediment, and I'm so scared that I'm going to really fuck up someone's name. And I know how to say Kelsey, and I know how to say Hutchinson, but I don't know if I say it together. It's like a tongue twister for me. So I'm so yeah. So it's just one of those things. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm a loser. I got you. No, not at all, man. But, but do people really get upset when when uh, with their names mispronounced often? Uh, or do you, do you notice they, that, or is that they don't? But I've had comments before from listeners saying that I love your show, but I wish you you know can enunciate better. I'm like, well, go fuck oh, yourself. Oh man, hell with those people. <laughs> Forgive me. No, that's fine. <laughs> oh. Do you, man? So uh, before we talk about football, um, dude, how was your weekend? You were on, you were at shows after shows after shows, like that's 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 life, man. That's how <laughs> that's, that's that's what it is. Um, now we did we did a yeah pretty pretty fun filled weekend. Our show Saturday was uh, canceled due to rain, but um, yeah, we didn't. It was one of those gigs where we, we couldn't exactly pull straight up to the front door and unload, which is never a problem if it's raining, you know, from the car to the door. But this was at Broadway, and it was a little, quite a hike to the gig, so we can't exactly lug around yeah, thousands of dollars of equipment in the rain. But, I mean, other than that, it went pretty well, man. A lot of gigs. We uh, we we played yesterday duo at the Barefoot Landing stage, and mm-hmm. in Barefoot Landing, of course. And... uh <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good. We had a good crowd. They have this little rack of chairs, and I always judged how many people we had by how empty the rack was, and we emptied the rack yesterday. So that's good. That's going to be a term from now on, emptying the rack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so do you do any solo operations, or is it just you and uh, Cornbread? Oh, no, I do solos as well. I'm actually doing a uh, – I did a solo on Wednesday at Liberty <clears throat> Liberty Brewery. Excuse me. Um or Liberty Tap Room, rather. And uh, I actually enjoy doing the solo stuff. I get to, you know, if I have an idea and I can put half a song together in my head, then I'll give it a shot. You know, if you, you, you have a band with you, you can't exactly do anything like that. You can sometimes, you know, depending on if the, everybody else knows the song well enough. Yeah. <clears throat> this is going to be the one where I just continuously clear my throat. That's fine. It's There's a, there's <laughs> a, there's a sickness uh-huh. going around here in Myrtle Beach. I'm telling you. I had it. Yes. Everybody I've worked with is going through it right now, and it's just kind of like, uh, it's just the climate change. It's weird. Just one day it's hot as molasses, and the next day it's like yesterday was nice. Today it was pretty yes, nice. Yes, it was gorgeous. Yeah. So it's just a weird time. But yeah, I mean, I've been following you on uh, Instagram and Facebook, and I see that oh, you're man. playing some shows and stuff, and I thought that was pretty uh, badass. I w- real in my mind. I want to come out. I want to support you. I want to drink beer. I want to just rock out. But in the adult world that I live in, <laughs> with a wife oh, and a child and bills, it's so hard for me to do anything. I mean, just just getting on this podcast sometimes, I got to pull teeth. 
<laughs> it's just you know. Oh, I understand for sure. <clears throat> I know that I'm in I'm in a different position than most most other people. When I'm always like, dude, you have to watch this show, and they're like, dude, you do nothing but sit around and watch shows all day. I have a job and a life, and, and I'm, uh, I can't do the stuff you do. And I'm like, oh, I understand, but no, I've, I've I've dealt with that for a really long time, so I do understand that. And that's why I like to try to go live for a lot of those things. Like I'll yeah. I'll go live on Facebook for a few shows every now and again, mostly solo shows. But uh, I like to do that because I don't, I don't, I don't want people to be deprived of. <clears throat> excuse me again, goodness. <laughs> I don't want people to be deprived of a good, you know, of a good show just because they don't want to leave their house. I don't like to leave my house. I wish more bands did that. You know, so I, I've even said if I could stream all of my shows from here, I would do that because I mean I'm an introvert that that poses as an extrovert every now and again. It's so crazy. Like I've been meeting so many people, a lot of podcasters that I've met and just talked to are very, very to themselves. Like they just yeah. want to, you know, and maybe it's the age because we're all roughly around the same age. So maybe it's just right. the age and just, you know, our whole life dealing with people. And now we're just tired and we're just ready to just, you know, be hermits. And I don't know, but it's kind of crazy. Like I've always been an outgoing person, but, uh, you know, in this past year, I've been more like, I just want to come home. I just want to be with myself or hang out with the wife and watch. I want to watch shows. I'm lazy. I'm, I'm a fat motherfucker. I'm a lazy man. I just want to, <laughs> you know, but not to get too far off topic, but that's pretty, that's why I love football because I can just sit down. I'm pretty much off every Sunday, so I can just sit back and just watch football. But college football is something that very intrigues me because where I grew up at, I grew up in Maryland. College football yeah. was around. You know, we, we were in the ACC, University of Maryland, and then we went to the Big Ten. And, you know, so there's college football there. There's Penn State. I mean, there's Ohio. There's a lot of things oh, yeah. going on up there. But where I'm from, college football is, like, probably third compared to, like, NFL and then baseball. So, right. I mean, maybe even fourth because lacrosse is a huge in Maryland. So, I mean – you know, I just I never really experienced too much until my brother-in-law went to uh, University of South Carolina. That'll do it. And then he he came home his first semester, decked out in cock stuff, and he's just like, "Yeah, go cock!" And I'm like, "Oh, what the hell?" <laughs> so, what am I agreeing to? What did you What like, did you have to sign up for? What'd you say? <laughs> like, what kind of hazing they do down there in the in the South? <laughs> But um, I didn't know those guys were into that. But uh, you definitely. Last time I was on your show, um, for those that don't know, he has his own podcast. Um, Kelsey here. It's a in my stuff podcast. It's an amazing show. He does some great ass shit on there. You should definitely go check it out. Little plug for you. Um, Appreciate that. Oh, I love it. I mean, you know, it's it's Thank great. You. I mean, it's wonderful. I was on that show. We kind of briefly touched base with his love for Alabama. Um, oh yeah, the well. college college football, Alabama. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about Alabama. You know, just the University of Alabama for every sport, but at least for football, I know you like it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. I mean, clearly, you're a college football fan, and you've you were born and raised in the South. So, what does it mean for the Southerners? Like, what does college football mean to you, and what do you think it means to this this region? Well, for me personally, it means that we have football to watch that we, that is regional to us, not to like, it's, it's different in, in states that have a professional team. 
and south of north carolina until the mid 90s we didn't have a professional team so our you know and the same goes for alabama where my family a lot of my family lives in alabama and there's not a pro team for these guys to pull for you know the falcons weren't always around and uh there was just wasn't a pro team for any anybody in these southern states that isn't Florida to to pull for really. So we sort of had to if, if we want to appreciate the game regionally, we have to choose our our colleges. And it's funny because I've I don't experience maybe outside of like Red Sox Yankees. In other sports, I don't experience the rivalries that just about every college has. Every single college has a beautiful rivalry. And it's a love that only hatred can understand. It's like a brother that that that, that gets more attention than you do or something. It's just, you know, it's something that, that bothers you to no end. But what are you without this other entity? It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I love the rivalries in it. And I love the, I don't know, I love the fact that these kids, <clears throat> sorry again. These kids are playing their hearts out to get to the next level of this, and it seems to me that most most often times these kids are playing harder than some folks do in the NFL. You know, when you get get up up to the NFL and you start making all that money, it becomes about something different than it was when you were doing it in college, right? And I feel like that is just a that I don't know. I feel like the game is more pure. In, in college football than it is in NFL because well, quite frankly, it's, there's there's not as much on the line you know financially that that could sway someone's. <clears throat> good lord, <laughs> sorry, I'm just gonna keep coughing the whole time. Well, you know, not to interrupt, you're coughing. My daughter's screaming. I don't know if you can hear. Her. I mean, I have padded walls right now, and I can still hear her screaming. <laughs> the, oh man, the joys of uh, parenthood. I'm trying. I'm trying my it best. Happens, the muffin. No, no, you're, you're good, dude. I, and 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 for another thing, I really I believe that listeners understand when we have things going on like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they understand we're not we're not human. And some 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 folks do want to feel like they're being taken away from the world where actual interruptions and things like that exist. But yeah. you know, that's not where we are. You know, that's not where we live. So it, it's. I think most people understand if there's any kind of like background feedback or 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 some any kind of audio anything well you know two things one we're we're both doing this because this is a hobby that we enjoy right it is something that we enjoy and the other thing is it's like it's just we we don't edit our stuff we're really raw this is raw as it gets you know i you know finally upgraded my audio system but it's still raw i'm not editing anything so and i know you don't edit anything i was clearly there so you know it's just it's yeah. we're just so raw but you know i was thinking when you were talking about the, the you know rivalries and things like that so okay so college football just started um this year 2019 yes. i watched a little bit of the florida and uh, miami game and i'm probably i'm 90 percent sure there was more people watching that and at that game than they are for the dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I would, like, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. It's just crazy to me that some states, even with, you know, I know, I know, you know, Carolinas didn't have, you know, really a, a team at the time, and I know Alabama definitely doesn't have a team. But even the, right. sta- even some states that have a team, college football in the South is just so overpowering. It's just so intoxicating, and I think it is also because they win. 
So Clemson's winning. So people in South Carolina are loving it. Alabama, I mean, they're a juggernaut. They win. So everyone loves, you know, they just, they always win. You know, even Georgia's always in the playoffs, always there, you know. So, like, to me, Atlanta Falcons are probably the biggest in the South, unless you count New Orleans. New Orleans has a big following. But, yeah. But from Alabama, Mississippi, you know, all that, you know, over and under, I mean, I feel like it's just college football. It's, just, it's different. I've been watching a lot of um, high school football recently. And even high school football in the South is 10 times different from the North. I was actually going to bring that up. <laughs> it is. It's just, you know, it's just so crazy. Like, they they treat their high school football teams like it's a a college. There's people there just like, you know, as soon as they get off the field, they give them jackets and water. And they just like, I mean, they treat their players. They're high school students. They're kids. Oh, yeah. They're treating them like gold even the colleges, you know, they're not playing for money, but they're making that university a lot of money. So they're just, absolutely. so they're treating them like players. So they start, you know, their mentality is already like getting to be NFL mentality. So I feel like that's a tribute to them becoming good players. Like so many, I mean, I can't even name so many players that are in the NFL that are probably from the, the Southern regions of the world of the United States. Oh yeah, well there's there's high school football in the South, and then there's high school football in Texas. Oh yeah. What, now, what's uh, the difference? The difference is is that there are high school football teams in Texas that have nicer facilities than I would say sixty percent of the college football stadiums. Mm, that's crazy. Like they there are. I don't know, like, and I know for, I'm a I'm from Marlboro County, uh, South Carolina, and that won't mean a lot to a lot of folks who aren't from the the area. But Marlboro County, South Carolina, is a very big football county, and it's the sort of thing to where their buses organized when we play out of out of town games that will that will carry take you to the game and back. There's that's always the thing. We follow our teams around. And that's sort of, I think, a lot of people who go out and you watch these high school football games every Friday night, you get, you become, you know, addicted to that feeling of excitement and you want that to spill over into Saturday and then Sunday, obviously. So just, just starting off at that high school level of just loving watching this game and most people's out there watching a nephew or a or a cousin play or a son and then they see this one stud player that their son or nephew or cousin plays against and you got to remember there are there are just hundreds of thousands of people who are going to these high school games mm-hmm. and then they see this this stud player who's playing against their their kids or grandkids or whatever have you and then that player moves on to the next level so they want to see them in college because they're like okay i got to watch this kid in high school you know where's he gonna go so that sort of I think paying more attention to the sport at a lower level and knowing names of kids who you're like, this is going to be a stud. So we get to watch him like Everett Golson, who came through, uh, who came through Myrtle Beach here and went on to play, uh, be a star quarterback for Notre Dame. And I mean, that, that that's happened just recently and just be able to like, I went and watched that kid play in high school here. That's in that. I don't know. Just, just, the wow. when you brought up the high school part yeah. of it, man, yeah. like and and that 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 being said, being from a like a big high school football town, mm-hmm. 
this is nothing compared to what goes on in Texas. Like, have you seen Friday Night Lights or uh, or anything like that? I, I have. I am a huge fan. Dude, of this. I'm a huge fan of the show, real. and I love the movie. <laughs> that's so, real. That's so, I haven't seen the show, but the movie, like that, that's. Oh, I get it. That's pretty accurate. I get it. What is that? Was that movie uh, Varsity Blues? Oh yeah, Varsity. Oh, that was so good, man. I love that movie. <laughs> so it's it's just it's one of those things where growing up north you hear and you see movies like this like friday night lights and things like that and you're oh, just yeah. like this is not real this is too intense you know like i you know i've <laughs> i know people that played high school football and i know people play pop warner you know it's just one of those things where it's like you know it's intense but the teachers are not i mean the coaches are teachers still they're you know right but it, it but when you watch a movie in texas it's all about like these coaches are hired as coaches they're not hired yep. as teachers some of them may double and be a teacher but a lot of them are literally they have a salary just for coaching like this is like a right. big time thing um but growing up north it's just it's just different they're, now don't get me wrong there's kids that excel there's there's a lot of people from you know new york area there's a lot of people from you know mass there's a lot of people from maine there's a lot of people from like montana wisconsin all these upper north you know parts of the um, country there's a lot of big men playing football and you know they're good but it's just there's just something different about the south i mean you look at all right look at the college so they got they got the big 10 they got the pac 12 but when you look at the sec it's 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 like pro <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. it's like pro i mean there was debates so many years ago there was debates about alabama could beat you know the crappy nfl teams like, it's scary when you see, like, these men. All right, I'm just going to talk about Alabama because you're an Alabama fan. But, like, watching them run out of the tunnel, unless, you know, Nick Saban's only five foot tall, which I don't think he is, um, these men are towering over him. These are, like, these are the these are the men that you would be scared of if you walked <laughs> in, like, a bar. These are the bouncers. And it's just, it's so... It's so mind-boggling to me, and it's so crazy. And I'm, I'm, I want to be a part of it. Like, I want to start watching college football, but I don't know who to pick, who to root for, because I am in South Carolina, so should I root for South Carolina? But then again, I don't want to be a part of a team that's not winning right now. But it, am, am I considered a bandwagon fan? So it's just like, I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. Well, I will say this. Is a rooting for a team during years in which they do not do well sort of – it it builds a kind of respect for the game. Okay. In a way, like and I've learned that by being a Braves fan. Ooh. And for for as long as I've been a Braves fan. And we're actually doing really well now. We're like we're doing very well right now. So uh but, but I feel like I'm being rewarded by all the years that we that I and, and for the same thing with Alabama, you know, yeah. until until Nick Saban came to town. Alabama, we weren't we weren't what we are now. You know, we we there was a lot of years during the during the big gene years, and uh, uh, I can't even remember the coach's name after that. <laughs> that I mean, that's just how uh, we weren't good. You know, we had Sean Alexander in the early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands, and the, other than that, there were no notable names until Nick Saban came to town, mm -hmm. and. Uh, just being a fan of teams that aren't that good for you know for a long time just 
I think builds respect for the sport where you start to watch other teams too, because it's like, okay, well, my team isn't, isn't exactly winning. They're still my team, but you know, I'm going to watch this game over here now because at least, you know, I, I don't have a dog in the race so I can enjoy watching a game. When your team loses, it just, it just sucks to watch and you don't want to watch anymore, but then you can sort of enjoy watching other games well, because you don't really have any emotional attachment to it. I mean, I get it. I get it. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm that same way with, Mar- like growing up in Maryland, I'm a diehard Baltimore anything. So if they had, oh, yeah. you know, I'm an Orioles fan, I'm a Ravens fan. And I've. Sorry about the Orioles again, man. I'm sorry. I have to say that every time. I think we're at 42 wins right now, maybe 40, maybe 45. I think we won, beat the Rays yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's I know good. you guys are like 41 or 40, 40 something games back. Uh, you know. <laughs> Sorry, man. I didn't mean to, to, to interrupt you. Listen, we're only like forty-five and eighty-three. Okay, we're not even we're we're not even playing five hundred ball right now. Um, you know that's that's just the not to talk about the Orioles, but it's sad for the last ten years. You just like I just want to see five hundred ball. I just want to see us be even. I just want to care about the wins. We had a good year in two thousand fourteen. We went to the playoffs. One, one beat beat Detroit. We were doing good until the Kansas City Royals. They won the series that year. They uh oh yeah they did some damage to everyone. So you guys will be fine. You're rebuilding yeah. right now. You've got a strong you've got a strong farm system. Yeah. You guys will be fine. This will be the last year like this. I'm I'm willing to bet. Now because I'm from Maryland, I do I do have a special place for the University of Maryland. You know when sure. I see the football team do well. It just sucks because the Big Ten's pretty big. And up north-wise, you got Michigan, even Michigan State, Ohio State. Ohio State. So I'm, I'm hoping that Ohio State starts crumbling now. I hope that Michigan – Michigan. You, I love John Harbaugh. I mean, I, Jim Harbaugh. I love Jim Harbaugh yeah. just because of John Harbaugh. Um, right. But I'm just – I don't know. I don't really see that too much. And then, you know, Penn State. Penn State's always been like – there it's they're like a sore they're just we've beat them but they still always tend to make it close to the playoffs they come out of nowhere at the most random times in the year and somehow entered the conversation mid mid through the season every season somehow now when are you pro college playoffs or not yes you like the college playoffs i i do the only thing i don't like about the college playoff is i think there needs to be eight teams yeah um, but I don't think it needs to expand any further than that ever because we don't want it to become what college basketball is to where nobody gives a shit about the season until March Madness starts. Yeah. Because every team gets in, you know, it's like everybody gets a trophy, but we actually will dwindle it down to see who actually gets a real trophy. Yeah. And I don't like that thought, but I also don't like the thought like with, where schools like Notre Dame that doesn't play a conference championship that sort of gets to shoe in every year just about because they they're you know Notre Dame needs to be Notre Dame just needs to join the ACC and call it a day or something or yeah. or even I had an idea that even like Notre Dame make it since they don't play a conference championship maybe they could play the first team out for who gets in yeah oh that's true that'd be good like a little just the playoff itself yeah, like you maybe know. they play the lowest team out to see who gets in yeah, that'd be good. Like a wild card game. Right, look at right. Like a second game. wild card yeah. game just for Notre Dame. And I know that that's, that's weird, but if, if, you know, with if the, they're the only school that doesn't have a conference that 
Why? That doesn't have to play a I conference championship. I always wanted to know why Notre Dame. To me, growing up, I always thought Notre Dame was kind of like an Ivy League school. Like it was like very like prestige people. I, I in, right. growing up, I always thought like okay, Yale, Harvard, you know, Princeton, Stanford. These are prestige schools. So I thought Notre Dame would be a part of that because it's a prestige school. Like you, it took so. I used to watch that movie with Rudy. It took him years just to get into oh, yeah. the damn school. So like, you know. Colleges nowadays, they don't care as long as you have the money. <laughs> like, I, well, they do care, but I feel like if you yeah. flash some money in there, they'd be like, okay, well, we'll, we'll take you 1.5 GPA, but you need to do X, oh, Y, exactly. and Z. Money, money changes a lot of situations. Like, yeah. you can put money behind somebody who is not good enough for a job, and they will get that job every time. Just, yeah. I mean, but um, not, not job particularly. I'm just using that oh, word. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I got you. I just think um, you know Notre Dame should be a part of that that group, but I I like the playoffs. I think it's good. Was it four teams right now? I would like I would like to see six. I think they're going to do six soon. I think they've been talking about it. Oh yeah, yeah. six uh, six would be fine. And I, honestly, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind leaving at six with just the one. But I think that to get the truest result. You yeah. might need to push it to eight, just okay. so that you're you're not having like one. Whoever wins this wild card game could play the next next level of of football and maybe maybe win. But usually that's going to be a, a a juggernaut beatdown. I just in just about every aspect of the yeah of a playoff, you would think. I just I'm just, I'm just maybe it's because I'm like I said I'm kind of new to the college game, but I'm still a little confused about the selections like i it's and i think they're confused about it but like there's been so many years where it's like oh tsu's got to get in tsu's got to get in and then they, and then something happens and they some other team jumps them even though they have a better record like i oh, yeah. i know strength of schedule i understand that i understand points if you're blowing out teams i understand that you know but i just feel like if you're on usc was it ucf university of central florida they were undefeated yeah. for two years in a row. Why weren't they even in the playoffs? Like, because like, they didn't play anybody. <laughs> well, I, I feel like, I mean, but I feel they, like they, they, the Notre Dame, who was in the playoffs that year when they were two, you know, should Notre Dame since they don't have a conference, they should have faced UCF for their the conference champ. They make up make up a damn championship. I agree with because that because this 100%. is college, you know. And I would honestly like I would honestly love to see UCF play a, a, an actual team, you know, yeah. like like not not like their schedule. I know they don't they really don't play any, any like anybody really noteworthy. Oh, I know, I know. Maybe maybe two or three of those games that they are undefeated in were like noteworthy games, yeah. and. I would like to see them up on the next level. Like to see who, how they would match up against a Clemson or a, or an Alabama, think, or even like a, a Notre Dame or a or a Michigan or Ohio State. Michigan had a great defense last year. I thought that. Yeah. I thought that they were they would have done more, but Michigan them, Michigan like has this uh, Michigan has this roadblock, and it's Ohio State. <laughs> so they just can't. Oh yeah, they well, Urban Meyer's gone now. Yeah, which is. You know, I'm I'm happy. I like Trevor Myers. Well, he's going to end up in U uh, USC. Mm-hmm. You think so? Or is he? Or I don't even know. I mean, yeah, that's going to happen. Okay. That, he's going to end up in Southern California. He's yeah. a job. Okay. 
See what uh, he's talking about retiring. Like these these guys never retire. Well, yeah, can, they're, it, just, they're just trying to make it make an easy break. What is that one guy from? Um, was it LSU? And now he's with Kansas. Uh, what is that coach's name? Oh yeah, shit. He took um, LSU to the national championship. Yes, he he won a national championship with LSU. I think he did, right? Nick Saban won the national championship. Oh, with LSU. but he was. So he Nick Saban was coached then. But he Les did. Miles would have played for a national championship, but Alabama beat the shit out of them that year. Okay, I'm trying to think. Well, he has a national championship. I'm just trying to think who he won it with. Yeah, I can't remember. That's what the lovely world of Google is. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're sitting here with the information, <laughs> all the information of the world. But see, I play a lot of trivia, so I like to try to think of answers. I don't even – looking something up isn't even close to the top of my well, list know, of how to find something it's, out. It's funny. Me and, you know, probably about like nine years ago when like cell phones were really kicking off and stuff, uh, me and my buddies, we would be like – who was that guy in that movie? And we would refuse to look it up for for a while, like we would yeah. never look it up. But now we're so, I'm so I'm just I'm so about it that uh, I always look it up. So I'm looking it up right now. I'm a cheater. Oh, yeah. You can go. Was on. it Florida State? Uh, he, see, he won in 2007. Oh, he won in 2007. Oh, he did. Yes, uh, but it doesn't say what team. Oh, hold on. We'll find out right, real quick. That might have been LSU. LSU then. Yeah, it might have been his first yeah. year in LSU. Well, he was with LSU in 2005, so it was his third year with LSU. Okay, well, I know that, that Nick Saban. Well, what well, year would that have been? Did Did Nick Saban not win one in LSU then? Oh man. Ah. Now I have to break out the Google machine. We are. Very professional over here on this uh, on the podcast. I love it. Yeah. By the way, uh, I appreciate all of your all of your fine listeners for allowing us to be so professional here. <laughs> I hope Thanks, a lot man. of them came over and check out your show. I mean, I had fun being on there, you know, and I hope I'm going to be on there soon again. Um, okay, 2003, Nick Saban won. Shit. Damn. Yeah, I'm looking at okay. every single national championship. Anyway, but this is the whole point that I, I agree with you. He just kind of it got stale, so he retired, and then Kansas was throwing a lot of money at him. He's like, okay. <laughs> well, one thing it, it's very hard to coach in the SEC in the recent years, just because Alabama has been such a juggernaut. And I, and like I said, watching a team lose for a lot of years kind of gives you a respect for the game, which is why. I can say with full confidence that I'm actually, this is hard to say than I thought. I'm actually glad that Alabama lost so badly this past year in the national mm -hmm. championship because Goliath needed to be knocked down for the sake of the game. Yeah. It needed to happen. It needed to happen so that we could usher in a, a, a new era of, of the sport where mm -hmm. there are other teams that people can look at instead of just the one, because we want the sport to continue successfully so that we have good content over the next few years. And if that means that I have to watch my team lose for the next decade or more, then I'm fine with that because I've watched us do nothing but slaughter for the last decade. So, well, you know, I, one thing that, um, what helps 
help well one thing that really kind of it helps but it also cripples or what you're saying is the fact that so if i live in alabama and i am this beast of a football player most likely yeah. i'm going to be attracted to go to alabama like so it's like you know southern states with their high school footballs being the way they are they're going to go to the they're going to go to colleges that are near their house because they don't want to be they won't be away from their families not every, not every situation so yeah you know clemson you know they're do, they're they're hand picking north south maybe tennessee you know just the, the surrounding maybe a little bit of georgia it's same with georgia they're picking you know players from their own states and stuff and up north that that's the point a lot of people want to leave the cold and they want to come down to the south <laughs> like so they're getting so the that you know, I was just thinking of that when you were explaining me that, like the juggernauts and stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, because if you even look at the, if you look at all the, I was just looking at all the national champions. A lot of them, Florida, Texas, Oklahoma State. You know, these are southern states. <laughs> Alabama, yeah. Clemson. You know, these are all southern states. It's like they just dominate. They might not all be in the SEC, but it's still considered a mid Midwest Southern state. You know. Right, it's just because they have they have the better talent because of the high school football. I mean, right. you know, I bet that's exactly right. L, I mean, Auburn and Alabama probably they probably they they have the whole Louisiana. They can pick everybody from Louisiana because people in Louisiana they don't want to go they don't want to go to LSU and they don't want to go they want to go to Alabama. If, if Alabama comes knocking on my door, I'm that's my first first choice. If Florida State comes knocking on my door. Okay, I'm gonna go to Florida State. If Penn, you know, if um, what is it? Boston College comes knocking on my door. Ugh, it's cold. If uh, Idaho State comes knocking on my door. Ugh, it's cold. If Ohio State comes knocking on my door. Well, it's still cold. <laughs> so, it's just right. Tough. Michigan State. Half their players, they're just tall, oafy white men. <laughs> it's just well. Yeah, and you're right. They really are. And and I would think a lot of those players are probably not moving. Maybe some of them are from down here that they're like, I want to go live where there's something cold. You know, yeah. I've had this all my life. I want to go live in, in the north. Yeah. Maybe there there's some of that going on. But I will say that over the last couple of recruiting years, Alabama's done well. But I think that Clemson and Georgia have mm -hmm. overtaken Alabama in the recruiting class over the last couple of years just because I think now – Instead of Sunday, you want to play for the University of Alabama being the the sales pitch, the to get the most recruits. I think now it's do you want to be the one that beats Alabama? Yeah. And I think that people are more intrigued now with knocking down the giant than than playing for him. That and do you want to actually play? Look at Jalen Hurt. Right. You right. Know, That's it, a huge it, difference. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, yes, you can go to you can go to Alabama. But you might be riding that bench because you know they have the two best running backs in the whole country right now, and you're the third best running back, and you want to go to Alabama? Well, I guarantee you a start here at University of South Carolina. You know that that's that's intriguing. You you want to play? If you're a football player, you want to play. You want to play? Yeah, yeah. And I agree with you too. I didn't think about that. They 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 want to take down. You think I would? You would think baseball would be like that, but no. Everybody wants to go to the damn Yankees. <laughs> Man, yeah, or Dodgers. And that That's sucks it. so bad. <laughs> like, it's like, damn, go, go somewhere else. But uh, no, I mean, and it's kind of like that with the NFL. It's kind of like that with the, nowadays kids. If you watch this, watch the draft in the last like ten years, 
more players oh, yeah. are getting upset about the teams they get drafted for. Because, all right, you have to understand, the person with the first pick is the shittiest team. <laughs> so you have to understand that if you want to be a first pick, you're going to be on a crappy team. So stop, you know, I don't want to put Eli, Eli Manning's name out there. But the fact that he cried pretty much that he didn't want to go to San Diego and they made a trade. Because, you know, Daddy Archie Manning came in there and tried to, you know, put some spunk on it. And they traded him at the draft to New York. Just because he didn't want to be well, New York was a crappy team too, but not as crappy yeah, as San Diego. You know who made out? You know who made out best in that deal? The oh, Chargers. Yeah, Philip Rivers, gem. <laughs> like, yeah, Philip Rivers is a gem as a person as well, oh man. You know, he's him and his college sweetheart or high school sweetheart have like eight kids, oh, nine yeah. kids, and he's he's got a baseball team. Is he's and where's he from? Cause he's country. I mean, you 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 talk to him, he's country. <laughs> I can't remember exactly where he's from. But he is uh, not exactly sure. No, I, I saw he's he's nice. He's he teaches people. He's great. It just sucks that the organization never put a good team around him. But he is. God, man, that year they had Pierre Garcon oh, and like. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Golden Tate. They and had um. Was it, who's that short running back? Tight end. He was like a Spur. Or Spur what is his name? They had this sh- short little running back. He was like a little fast yeah. little guy, who'd just get in there, like jab you. These are he, Sproles. They, Sproles. Oh yeah, Sproles. Darren Sproles. Yes, he was on Dude, that team. Dude, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, we know. God, they, I know they were that. Solid that year. I know that team. That was my first year playing fantasy football. Really? They beat uh, they beat the shit out of the Ravens in the playoffs. I remember that year. <laughs> um, but it just it just sucks. I don't know college, but I, I'm excited. You know, I. And I think another thing too is I've always worked retail. I've been in retail my uh, whole my, my whole life. Sunday I can manage to get off because a lot of retail shops are closed. They're short hours, yeah. so they always just let the certain people work. And but so Saturday is just a tough day for me to be off for me to be able to watch games. So um, you know when I was really young, I would some if I you know when I didn't when I went to school and I didn't really work or if I ever was laid off and I didn't go to work, which happens a lot. Um, I, I would watch some college football games, but I just never got into it. I do want to be able to feel sick with a team that's losing. I want to be able to feel pride with a team. I want to be able to get pissed off with a team. I just haven't really adapted that yet. And I'm hoping that, you know, it, it most likely will probably be the Gamecocks just because my brother and yeah, find one. Gamecocks are good. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're improving. They're improving, which is, well, you can only go up from the. I did the only football, the only college football game I've ever physically went to was a Gamecock game, and they were it's against Tennessee, um, and that was fun. I enjoyed myself. It was cold. It was the coldest Gamecock game ever on record, <laughs> and I just happened to be there. Um, to them in South Carolina, the coldest game it was like uh, ten degrees at kickoff. Damn. It was cold. It, I mean, we weren't prepared for it, but it was it was definitely cold. Um. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see where it lies. Um, I just hate to tell you. I just a lot of people hate on uh, Alabama, and I know you know that. Hate on Alabama? Yeah, a lot of people hate him. It's just because of the whole. Oh yeah, I mean, I understand it. I I, I I understand it. You know, I understand that because I've witnessed, I've witnessed it through the Patriots for myself. You oh, know, yeah. like everybody hates the Patriots as well, and. And I sympathize with them. I'm like, you know what? Beat us then. <laughs> well, you, you win. Then well, just win. Just beat us. Here, here's here's my thing. All right. So, 
I'm not a Patriots fan. Carolina I'm, did, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm a, I'm not a Patriots fan, but I respect the process and and the coach, the GM, their quarterback. They just know what they're doing, and that's the whole thing about Alabama. Yeah, it's people hate on these teams because they're jealous. I hate the Yankees, but they know how to spend money, and that's pretty much all they know how to do because they just spend all the money on the good players. Um, but it's, it's the legacy, oh, yeah, the legacy too. When you win a while, like eventually, eventually the time will end for New England. There will be a shift of the tides, and there will be another team that we're going to hate on. And then the same thing with the whole Alabama. Like you said, there was a time where Alabama was so dominant, but then, but then there was a time that they weren't. They fell off. People forgot about oh, yeah. them. It was literally, it was it was Oklahoma and Texas forever for a while. I remember when I was young. Texas. Oklahoma, Texas, and Nebraska. Yep, those are the three juggernauts for a, for a, for a little bit, yep. and then Long time. Alabama came back in. Well, Florida came in a couple of times. The USC was kind of always there, <laughs> yeah. sort of. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. They were. They had a good coach. And then he lost his marbles and quit in the middle of the season. Um, <laughs> 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 Unless you're talking about USC, like uh, Southern Cal, because they had some run too. Oh yeah, SoCal. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm sorry. When you say USC, I, I call USC USC's uh, or Southern Cal USC, and I call uh, South Carolina Carolina. Okay, but most people around here call Carolina the Tar Heels, the North Carolina. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna be honest with you. No, any college in North Carolina, it's probably not gonna win anything in football. Just stick to basketball. You you do good at one oh, sport. Yeah. You need to stick to that oh, sport. Yeah. I mean, Duke. Duke has been doing a little, a little bit better, a little, little, little bit better. They've been doing some things. I think Wake Forest got some good, like good players recently. They, they, they definitely picked up some good things. But that's that's all I can say. I mean, Appalachia State. I mean, all these other. It's it's a basketball town. There's just no way. Oh yeah, and ECU. Weirdly enough, East Carolina has had they, they they will they will come out and play like the first four games of the season, and slaughter the first four games of the season, and then pr- proceed to lose four after that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I wish I always feel bad about that because it's fun to watch those teams that get like super close. It's like uh, I imagine whenever you were trying whenever. Uh, Whenever you, uh, you're, you're you're watching kids take the first steps and they they do it and they fall down, you're like, oh, you almost got it. You're yeah. so close. <laughs> and that's how I feel watching those watching those teams that are like, um, you get so close to being really good, but then you just fall right down. And we're like, we can see what you're trying to do, and I appreciate it. Oh yeah, but you're not quite taking steps yet. <sighs> well, it's like it's all right. So I love the Ravens. I'm, I'm dive purple and black all the way. But the year that the Panthers went to the playoffs, you know, I lived in Charlotte. I rooted for the Panthers. Did I own anything Panthers? No. But was I rooting for the Panthers? Yeah. And I, I think, you know, say if Alabama didn't make it to the playoffs. I know. It would be yeah. weird. But say if they didn't. But Clemson was in it. Or or South Carolina was in it. You live here. You're born in South Carolina. Oh, sure. I mean, if they're yeah. facing some, you know, if they're facing Stanford, you know, you're not going to go for Stanford. I mean, this is you're going to go, you know, so uh, it's, it's, and it's like that with the pros. Like I've just said, like, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I love, I love my team. I die by my team. As long as it's not, it's, I always look at it as there's certain teams that you just can't, I just can't love. And that's in the pros. Is there certain colleges that you just refuse to 
cheer for at all, no matter what. You just want failure to them. Auburn. Auburn. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, Always Auburn. I watch this. I watch this crazy documentary. Sometimes I like to listen to uh, sports radio in Alabama, and there's some crazy motherfuckers. I'm telling you, right now. <laughs> there's some crazy dude. There's the some... Auburn Alabama rivalry is the greatest rivalry in in sports, and I don't care. Like it, it's there's no. There's nothing. There's nothing bigger than that rivalry. The Alabama Auburn rivalry is something that people don't understand. That aren't like that in stores in Alabama. If you walk in and you have an Alabama hat on and you see a bunch of Auburn Auburn hats in there, turn and look at you, and you walk in, you just turn around and walk out. You know, yeah. it's like that's 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 what it's like there. It's not like you get in line at Walmart and you see Carolina fan, Clemson fan, yeah, all this in the same line. Like that don't fly in Alabama. And that is that is God's honest truth. That is the gospel truth. That there's nothing like that. Living in South Carolina, this Clemson Carolina rivalry is nothing. Tiddlywinks <laughs> compared to Alabama Auburn. Well, you know, for the longest time, I mean, because it's because it's more more pro. Everyone's just like, you know, yeah. Boston, New York, Boston, New York, New, you know, Boston and L.A. basketball. I mean, these are big rivalries. But one thing that made me think that Alabama and Auburn, I agree with you, are probably the biggest rivalry, is the fact, so Auburn, I think it's Auburn, has this tree, right? Tumor's Corner. Yes, and somebody from Alabama, I think, poisoned the tree. Like, some, there's, they, they physically try to do harm to, yes. to things. Like, it's... It's like remember you know it's like high school mascot like um, hazing kind of thing like oh we're going to the, the the next over high school and we're gonna steal their uh, you know we're gonna spray paint this or or TP that it's like that to a level of twenty <laughs> like oh yeah like they are destroying shit they're hurting people they're you know I I wouldn't hold it past Auburn and Alabama fans one of them poisoning the other team or like call, doing fire alarms in the um you know. In like, oh, that's that's that that happens anyway. Oh, the fire alarm that thing? happens yeah. when like uh, there when there will be like um, I can't remember what college did it, but uh, some fan whenever the team got into town, some fan of the opposing team went into the hotel and pulled the fire alarms in the hotel where the team was staying after like a couple hours after they got there to like keep them up in the middle of the night. Like yeah. that that's real. But yeah, that guy, that guy who did that is an abomination to Alabama fans everywhere, and fuck him for the record. So uh, fuck Auburn too, by the way, but but not <laughs> not as much as fuck that guy because these these he said it on the radio on a radio show. By the way, he was he was uh, gonna do it. Yeah, well, he called into the radio show and he said uh, I can't remember can't remember the guy's name. It was like a three word name, which is which is all the psychopaths have three word names. <laughs> Yep. And uh Rob, thank yeah. you. Go on. Um <laughs> but but yeah, he he had he's he called on the radio and he was like, "Well, Auburn can do whatever they want to do cuz I just went to Tumor's Corner and I poured blah 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 whatever." He said the specific name of like a pesticide or like a poison or something like that that he poured around in some some like uh what do you call it? An ag, ag nerd, some ag yeah. nerd called in and was like, I don't know if you know what he just said, but we like, this is serious deal. He's like killing these trees. And, and that's, that's foolish to do. Like any, anybody that would ever do anything like that is, is a piece of shit. But, you know, 
I would love, I, I would love to experience like an Auburn Alabama game, like in Alabama. Like I would love to go there, just be neutral ground, like not wear any kind of red or any kind of orange or any kind of blue, just wear white, <laughs> just something. My luck would be all white, white out game or something. Um, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to go and just kind of experience it because just the atmosphere, college football is just so, I love that you can hear the bands. I love that you can hear the crowd more than NFL. NFL is so muffled sound-wise. I mean, when you're not there, when you're at home watching on TV. million-dollar band, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just, I just love to just be, it's just college football from a watching it at home or at a bar even sounds fun doing that. Now, I'm sure NFL games are even funner in person. I've never been to one, but I'm sure it's fun to be at an NFL game. But it's just not, I don't know, when I went to that USC game, they weren't doing good that year, but they're facing Tennessee. It's a rivalry. I mean, well, a little rivalry, not too much. They, you know, they didn't like each other. And um, it was fun just hearing that band, them doing the sandstorm, just flowing some, sh- you know, that stupid crap around, that, that stupid techno song. <laughs> like it, it, was, it was fun, you know? And I just feel like, and it's crazy because none of those players make any money. Well, hopefully they don't. Um, none of them, it's, it's, they're all doing that for free besides the coaches and they're doing it because they just love the game and they try to get to the next level. Now in the NFL, everyone is a drama queen and they're making millions and they just want to hold out because someone said, you know, Ezekiel at who? <laughs> like, I don't know. I can talk days about that. Yeah. Well, and I have an idea about the, the, uh, payment as well of college players Mm -hmm. i don't think that it's as much of a problem as other folks do i i actually don't mind if the players get paid and i think that we should if anything else set up like an after college fund for them if they don't go pro in the nfl Mm -hmm. like it's just it's it's so, and I, I say the word foolish a lot. It's foolish, I think, of of colleges to not give something back to these players who have made most of the money for you, because I think, and a lot, and I thought this earlier too about the uh, when you were talking about high school footballs, like actually having a coaching head coach, like that is paid to be just a head coach, mm-hmm. and. And as much as I love football and I love uh, I love the sport, I also think that having properly educated children is more important than that. And for the money that all these football programs are getting from school districts, that means that there are things in the educational department that could potentially be lacking, especially in these communities that don't have a lot of money. And what money they do have ends up going to a football program because that's what generates the most money for the school district. Yeah. And I feel like that that will leave some sort of educational things lacking going forward and maybe even currently. But I feel like maybe if they would take and maybe give some of that stuff back to the community in a, in a good way in some of these, uh, like high school football areas and then in the college area in the college level i think they should set up some sort of a fund to give these players something back after they get out of 
you know, get out of this college football. And some, and a lot of those don't go pro, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they have generated all of this money for this program. And then the only ones that get to go to the next level and actually cash in on the, the hard work that they've put in are, you know, the, the top, what, yeah. 1% of players maybe, you know, I kind of, I kind of like that idea. Know. I kind of like the idea of like, you know, maybe there's a program where, Obviously, football players will go to college for free because they got scholarships. Obviously, right. their meals are free, their housing's free. You know, the books, everything's you know kind of free. So I understand that, but maybe an incentive, like okay, well, you know, um, we'll we're gonna pay you for playing football, but you don't necessarily get this money. This money, if you know whatever happens, at, you know, once you graduate college with a four year degree or you know or a doctorate or whatever you do, um, that money will go to a charity of your choosing. Right. Yeah, that'd be that's a really cool idea because it does, you know, like I just watched something so stupid. This is random, but the University of Florida, the guy who invented Gatorade was for the University of Florida. To this day, they still get a percentage of every Gatorade sold. Right. And the same with Oregon and Nike. Yeah. So, you know, oh, Maryland, Under Armour, same thing. So right, it's right. just it's just one of those things where where does that money go? <laughs> like, you know, so maybe they set up set up things. You know, it, it it will entice it. Now the only way that would happen is if the players actually do graduate. So it kind of forces them to, you're getting a free education. It's forcing the players not to, oh, my sophomore year I'm gonna go to football or something like this or something stupid. Like you you wanna go to college and finish it. You wanna do this and you wanna get a good degree. You have to get a degree and then that money can go towards maybe it's the high school. Maybe it's the bad neighborhood that you came from and you know, in the middle of Miami. Maybe it's something that you can give back to your community. Build homes for hurricane disasters. Do something. Right. You know, and you know, that's that's a good deal. I like that idea. I think so too, man. I mean because where else is this money going? Where oh, else is this money going? To the money? pockets of uh you know where it's going. You already have enough. You, you already have enough money. I mean, uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. I like that. Um, so we're coming up on almost an hour, and I wanted yeah, to, I wanted to kind of keep this short, but I do have one more question for you. And this is probably hopefully I have a viable answer. Okay, so if you look at the colleges that have won the most championships, yes, do you think Alabama? Since they're tied with third right now with Notre Dame, yeah. Do you think they're going to pass it this year? Um, we could, we very well could this year, but I think that we are on our way out. Um, you the only you, reason what you're that saying, like your run is over for, for right now. Yeah, I well, not necessarily over. We. We're making a shift, it seems, to where we're trying to get the ball off of the ground and start throwing it more. So we're transitioning into that West Coast style of football, and that's not what we have won with over over the years. And if you ask me, we would, you know, we would not be celebrating a loss, or, or you know, Clemson wouldn't be celebrating a win this year if we'd have kept the the ball on the ground in the national championship. But that's neither here nor there. I don't think that we're gonna pass i think who's who's next up there that's michigan no i think the, the michigan the, and and uh no and, no it's not michigan uh princeton and princeton and yale are number one and two 
Okay, Princeton, yeah. Yale, we, well, Michigan's right under us then. Yeah, you guys just, you guys already squeezed out Michigan. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, Princeton and Yale. And, well, I, that was a trivia question the other day. <laughs> well, you know, um, you got to look at it, though. Actually, Michigan is Ohio State, Oklahoma, and USC has passed Michigan. Michigan has 16. You guys have 22. Notre Dame has 22. Yale and Princeton have 28 and 27. I think. You guys, before Yale wins another one, you guys will beat Yale. The only reason why I think Princeton has so many is because Princeton oh, oh, because is they were they were like the first college. Nineteen thirty six, I think Princeton was like <laughs> winning championships. Yeah. So seriously, that's, that, that, that's really in the thirties. Like it yeah. was just Princeton. It was all Ivy League schools. Well, that's so the same reason with why Yale has so many. Like well, Yale's garbage. I have this conversation with Yankee fans. You have 47, 48 championships because, uh, you know, Babe Ruth. Uh, Yogi Bear. I mean, you guys had the line. You guys had the team. Yogi, Yogi, Yogi Bear is he holds the record for most World Series games played by any player. Yeah, I like mean, you to ha- this day. Yeah, you have you had you the twenties. That was it. The thirties, the forties, the fifties. You guys had the teams. Like there was, it's hard to beat you. And uh, right, but there wasn't that much competition. Think about it. The traveling in the thirties. 40s? Jesus, I don't even know if it was in the 30s. Maybe the 40s. My my years are wrong. But um, no. But I I I personally think this is my uh, prediction. Ready? I think Clemson's going to win again this year. I think that that young Hollywood looking quarterback. I'm going to call him Hollywood from uh, Remember the Titans. Sunshine. Yeah, I think he's going to. You know, he's not going to win the national. I mean, he's going to win the national championship. He's not going to win no Heisman. I think he's going to try to go to the NFL early and he's going to be a, a flop in the NFL. I do think but I do think Clemson's going to win this year. I think you guys are going to have to figure out what's going on. I don't think you guys are going to, I think you guys are going to make it to the playoffs. I think you're out in the first round. Yeah, I mean it doesn't I don't know. It, it I'll tell you how it'll go if we lose a game early in the season. Uh-huh. We'll win the national championship. Yeah. If we don't, we won't. Okay. If we stay undefeated, we'll get we'll get beaten in the playoffs. Yeah, but if we lose a game early in the season, well, it humble, humbles you. Out. It humbles you. So, I think every every team every I don't like undefeated teams. I think you should like that. I know we kind of flip flop a little bit about the NFL. That that year, New England won all those games, eighteen regular season, well, eighteen yeah. games, and they've almost won the Super Bowl. I feel like they should have lost their last home, their last game before the playoffs because they were not humbled. They were cocky. They they had too much. They right. they were trying to break a record that sh- who cares about, you know. And I, I I agree. I feel like you know if you so if you guys lose, I can see that. I don't know. I would just like to see whoever's in the national championship. If it's, I just want to see a good game. I want to see down Same to the game. wire. I want to see it down to the wire. I want to see the last play of the game. So, you know, fourth and, fourth and six, 30 seconds left, no timeouts, hurry up off. I mean, I want to see – this is what I want to see. This is what I live for. I was so excited about that Miami-Florida game on Friday. <laughs> it was Thursday or Friday? I think it was Friday. Was it? Yeah. I think, uh... I think it was Friday. I was um, I was so – because Miami was, like, going down the field because of stupid calls that Florida was making. And I was like, man, this could happen. 30 seconds left, Miami can pull this out. And they didn't, but you know they could have beat number eight in the country, like set the tone. So, yeah, 
Yeah, man. But how long has it been since you've seen a number eight team struggle with Miami that hard? That's true. That's true. Dude, it's just, I don't know, man. Florida is, Florida and Miami both have been the most overrated teams. I believe that UCF has been the greatest Florida school in the last, in the last including Florida State, over the last season or two. Uh, I think Florida State was good when they had that crab leg stealing Jameis Winston. God, dude, I <laughs> hate him so much. And then after that. I, I he deserves lo- to fail, and he's just, for the same reason I hate Cam Newton, and I've never been a Panthers fan, but I I, I just don't like Cam Newton, not because he went to Auburn. Oh, I was going to say he went to Auburn, <laughs> not just because he went to Auburn and they beat Alabama mercilessly, mercilessly that year, but but for the reason that like, like he did the same thing, man, like he was stealing like laptops and stuff uh-huh. like that, and like they just wipe all this shit under the rug because these people are athletes, and that's so not fair to. Cam, other people. Cam Newton is one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the league Hands right now. Down, he could be the greatest tight end in the league or greatest oh, yeah. fullback in the league. He's got a. He's got. But he ain't a quarterback. He's got some good people around him. He's got a, one of the one of the best linebackers right now. He's got. I I still love Greg Olson as a tight end. I love Greg Olson. You know he's got you know he's got some good threats, but he just I don't know I don't know the Panthers. I'm glad I'm not a Panthers fan. I'd probably have a heart attack by now. <laughs> I mean, I did have a Kerry Collins jersey when I was a kid, yeah. but I mean, that's all right. Who didn't have one that lived in South Carolina? You know, because yeah. it, we we'd finally gotten a school. We had finally gotten a school. We had finally gotten a pro team after all these years. So I mean, yeah. everybody was excited. Then we almost went to the Super Bowl, and everybody forgot about us. Kerry Collins lost. Kerry Mullen Collins. Ravens beat him in the Super Bowl 2001. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right bud well i appreciate you all hopping right, on here and talking some football with me um we gotta do this again absolutely man we'll uh we'll get you on the mi stuff again soon too we'll do i do a sports talk segments on those let's, uh let pretty regularly i haven't done them lately but i got a buddy named jason who knows every sports stat in the world so you can come on and do one with us if you want absolutely you guys talk about some um playoff baseball i'll be on there we can talk about the the, the rise and fall oh. well the fall and fall of the baltimore Orioles. i would love to talk about that <laughs> oh bro we'll, we'll do it now see when i do sports talks they're mostly just baseball talks because I, I know baseball best out of oh. out of all the sports that yeah. i that i follow so, I mean, I, I got just, I got I some can... good stories about baseball. You know, I'm one of the few people I love, hands down. One of my favorite pastimes to do is to listen to a baseball game on the radio. Oh, I man. love it. I just, I just love. I love. There's something magical about it. It is, isn't it? and I would just listen to it. I mean, my grandparents raised me, and he's, you know, my grandfather's an Orioles fan through and through. He's seen the World Series, and he loves them, but. He would just listen to it on the radio. I mean, I would just sit on the back porch, just you know, just listening to some baseball, and that's that's to me that's life. But yeah, absolutely, I would like to come on there. You want to do any uh, shout outs or anything? Your social media stuff. Yeah, uh, if you guys want to follow the podcast on social media, it is at mi stuff podcast one. That is the number one on Twitter, and uh, at mi stuff podcast on Instagram. If you guys want to follow me personally, it's at yonder wizard w i z z e r d y o n d e r yonder wizard and on instagram and at kelsey hudgens on twitter h-u-d-g-i-n-s and also on facebook hit me up i don't care 
Yeah. I'm not trying to hide. I mean, I'm no exaggeration. I'm not just saying that because he's on the show. But I had so much fun being on his show, and he talks about so much good shit. I mean, I was just, I mean, it's just, I love it. It's one of my favorite shows to listen to right now. Um, you know, maybe more than Joe Rogan. Question mark? Maybe. <laughs> but no, I appreciate it, man. That's, that's awful kind of you I'm to say. A, I'm a huge fan, and I will get out and watch a show one day. And I'm going to yell Freebird. I hope you're fucking ready. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you yell, I'm going to fucking play it. I'm just letting Hell you know. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to be on the stage. I'll get drunk. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs>